Welcome to the HBK High Performance Podcast with Michael B. Ross, a podcast designed to help leaders develop the character, skills, and passion needed to lead fulfilled and impactful lives. Here's Michael. Well, good day to you, my friend. I'd like to welcome you to the HBK High Performance Podcast. I hope the sun is shining and the birds are chirping in your life, and I hope all your dreams are coming true. Before we get started, I'd like to mention, if you hear one good thought, one good phrase, one good quote, or one good idea from this podcast, I would like to ask you to put that thought, phrase, idea, or quote into absolute immediate action. It is the application of your education that is going to make the biggest difference in your world. And I don't want you to be one of those people who look back on their life with regret. The research shows that 85% of people look back on their life with significant regret. And the number one regret is that I did not live a life true to who I knew I should be. I instead live my life based on the expectations of others. If you hear something that compels you, take action. Don't worry about what other people are going to think, how they're going to feel, how they're going to judge you. Take action and you won't live with regret. Today, I want to talk to you about thinking like a business owner. There are distinct differences between thinking like somebody who is employed versus thinking like an owner or a business owner for context. Employee is a payment structure. It is not an indication of personal power. Many times, People use the word employee as somebody who is powerless to make any personal decisions that can affect an organization or affect change in their own personal life. Employee is a payment structure. In fact, everybody in the organization, in your organization, as well as every organization in the marketplace, every person's on commission. Payment structures can be done by being paid per hour. You can get paid a salary, which is basically a guaranteed payment for the lifeblood of their time in the business. You can have a commission-only structure, which is you basically, you sell something and you make a percentage of commission you get paid for on that sale. You can have profit sharing in an organization. So the more profitable an organization is, you get some funds based upon the profitability of the organization. But regardless, Everybody is on commission. If the company does not sell goods or services in the marketplace and there isn't a pool of profits to share, then no one is employed. The problem is when people say they're employees or I'm just working for the man, they forget how powerful they are as individuals. And that is that they forget that they are an owner. Everybody in the marketplace is an owner. You own You Incorporated. There's a book actually called You Incorporated by Burke Hedges, which is a great book. If you get a chance to get your hands on that, it's an excellent one. But the whole concept is everybody is the owner of You Incorporated. And would you run your business? If you owned a business or you do own a business, would you run your business like you run your life? And the first thing is, as I've talked about, you got to think like a business owner if you're going to own something. 
So the first thing is you got to get the concept down that you are a business in of yourself in the marketplace. So you got to think like an owner. Even if you're paid hourly or salary by an organization, remember that you're an owner. Here's what you've chosen to do as an owner of you incorporated. You have chosen to work for one client. You work for wherever you work for right now, you have chosen to work for one client. If you have agreed to work for an organization, let's say you're on a contract, a couple year contract via salary, you have chosen as you incorporated to be exclusive to one client who you call your employer. But here's the beauty of living in a capitalistic marketplace. You can have more than one client. As long as it's not a breach in your contract with your exclusive, your majorly exclusive client, you could serve more than one client. You could serve more than one customer. Who's saying that you can't start an online business where you sell goods and services and make another stream of income? Nobody's telling you you can't do that. Who would tell you that you can't get a part-time job? Who would tell you that you can't have weekly garage or yard sales at your house and make another stream of income? Now make sure you're paying taxes on those things and we have people at HBK who can help you with that. But the fact of the matter is, you are an owner, whether you want to believe that or not, you are an owner. And when you go to work every day, you're not actually serving your clients. You're serving your number one client's clients. Let that sink in for a second, because I want you to get inside your mind and your body that you are an owner. How would you treat your client's clients? Would it be with the same carelessness that many people treat their quote-unquote clients with right now? Probably not. When you sit down with your client's clients, you make it your mission to ensure that your client's clients have the best impression of your client. That's what business owners do. They're always trying to go above and beyond to help their clients stand out and look good. Because ultimately, that means that they get some benefit back from the client as well. I don't want to hear any of you in this program using the word employee. Unless you're talking about payment structure. The payment structure that you agreed to is an employee payment structure. Fine. You have an exclusive client. Fine. But understand something. Every one of you is an owner of you incorporated. And your social security number, if you start a business, your social security number can be used in lieu of your EIN number if you want to take that risk. I don't recommend that. Go get an EIN number to make your business legit as far as the tax ID number. But you can use your social security number and tie your business to your own personal tax, you can do that. So you are an owner. All right, so the difference between thinking ownership and employee. The first thing is an owner is always thinking 
how to pass on what I've learned. An owner is constantly going, okay, I've got this and it's working for me. So how do I pass on what I've learned to my people so that they can get it so we can all have more success in our life? An employee keeps learning to themselves. Why? Because they're afraid that if they pass on the information to somebody else, their value diminishes. It's a powerless position. Powerful people make other people powerful. Powerless people want to drain power from other people so that they don't feel as powerless. It's a major difference in the way you think and perform. If you see yourself as an owner, then you're going to operate out of abundance. How much can you learn? There isn't a thing you can't learn. There isn't a class you can't take. There isn't a library you can't walk into, get a library card, and learn about pretty much any subject in the world. Learning is in abundance. If you ever start thinking you're really smart, go to a library. Just walk around for a while. <laughs> you realize there's a lot you don't know. And you can never learn it all. So what owners do, though, is they are free with the information that they learn and they keep passing it on to their team because they want their team to bring more value to the business. We get paid in the marketplace for bringing value, helping to resolve people's deficiencies, bringing products and services to the marketplace that people want to use. The next thing that owners always do is they think in lines of duplication with creation. So business owners like to create things and then duplicate. So they'll create a product, a service, and then they're always thinking, just along with this passing on what they learned, how do I get someone else to come in here and own this line so that I can create more? So whenever a business owner is creating something, and business owners create all the time, that's a part of the thinking process, they can't help but create new things. And it drives some of their people nuts who aren't in that mindset. But that's what business owners do is they create, they create, they create, and then they try to duplicate. And creation is get somebody else to come in and own it and to create more within that division. Employees isolate and freeze. They try to remain static. They don't want to change things. You'll hear many things from employees like this. Well, that's the way we've always done it here. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And why do they say that? It's because it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of thinking. They're not passionate about what they do. They feel powerless. They feel like they can't contribute. They feel like they can't make a difference. And so they look at people who actually try to change things with disdain. Just keep things the way they are. Keep it status quo. My first job, I worked at a hospital. My first really good job, I should say. I worked at a hospital and it was in housekeeping. I got paid well, even got benefits and everything else. It was awesome. But I got paid well and I worked with all these people who I realized after shadowing them that they were doing things very inefficiently. And so when I got my floor to clean, I would get done with my shift in four hours, all my work done. And it was done well, because not only did I move a lot faster, I went out and found better ways to do things. I didn't even try to think about it. I just did it. I was a young kid. I was 18 years old. And the people on the other floors who were in my department didn't like me at first because here's what they would say to me. Hey, you're going to make us all look bad here. 
Hey, take your time in what you're doing. Stop rushing things because, you know, first of all, you're going to make us all look bad. Second, just milk the time out because that's what we do here. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, that is not where I want to be 20, 25 years from now. It's thinking how I can milk the time to do as little as possible so I don't upset the status quo. But employees think in a static mindset. You can't afford to do that. If you're going to do anything great in your life, you're going to be elite. If you're going to ascend to the highest heights, you cannot afford to isolate and remain static. Business owners are all about duplication, passing things on, making sure other people are empowered in growth. And that's my last thing, is empowerment based upon trust versus being disempowered based on distrust. Business owners want people and the world around them to feel empowered, to feel powerful. And they base this on a high level of trust. And the trust isn't just person to person. It's also trusting in the systems. Remember this. Systems run businesses. People run systems. Never forget that as long as you live. So what owners do is they find systems that work and then they empower people based upon the trust they have for the system. They may not even have complete trust of the person themselves yet, but what they do trust is the system and the system will work. You can use this for any analogy. If you find a financial system that works for you and that system works again and again and again and again, you will trust that system and it will create abundance for you. Employees are disempowered and it's based upon distrust. And you hear this all the time with employee-minded people, not employee the pay structure, employee-minded. And that is, you know what, you can't trust anyone here. Everyone's going to try to get one over on you. They just want us to work so they can make money. They, 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 they. Not us. It's always they. And there's a lot of distrust and they're disempowered, and they never learn, and they never grow in their skills. See, I think the difference, even inside of an organization with successful quote-unquote employees in the pay structure, is simply an owner mind versus an employee mind. And in your organization, you should be looking to create as many owners as possible. Remind people that they are owners. They can walk anytime they want. If you're a great leader, if you're a great owner... You are going to do everything in your power to create an environment that attracts owners, not employees. You can have these. I don't want them personally. Don't want them in my company. I'll move on. I accidentally bring some in sometimes. I move on as quickly as I can. Because if somebody doesn't want to change their mindset, they cannot work with me. I will drive them crazy. I have too high of standards, as you should as well. So please remember these basic things and continue to build on this. If you are going to take 100% ownership, you've got to think like a business owner. You've got to think on how to pass on what you learn. Whatever you learn, look at ways that you can pass it on. Look, you could learn something that you realize in that moment you could create a product and service that's ahead of the market. Do it. Just do it. You know, as a business owner, if you think like a business owner, you're already doing it right now. But if you're not, you got to learn how to take risk, which is another thing I should put in here, just really big, is risk versus risk averse. Business owners aren't afraid to risk. 
They're not afraid to risk. They're not afraid to take chances. They're not afraid to pass on what they learn. They're not afraid to try to duplicate and empower. They're not. Employees are. They live with a tremendous amount of fear. And fear does not breed the life that anyone desires. But again, you have got to create. If you know you've got something in your hands that could change the world, you got some ideas, pass it on. Try to duplicate that idea in a product or service and then bring it to the marketplace and bless us with that idea. So I hope that you got this. I hope this was good for you. I could talk about this all day. Is you have got to choose to risk, pass on what you learn, duplicate yourself, because that's the mark of a great leader and a great owner is not what you can do, but how you can work with a team or build a team and get others to do and empower others. That's going to be the mark of your leadership in your life. Anyone could be self-employed and go out there with a product or service and sell it and learn how to get in the marketplace and make a little more money than somebody who is a employee pay scale for somebody else. There's a lot of self-employed people out there that don't think like business owners. They think like an employee, but they just have their own product or service in business. But if you want to be wildly successful, you've got to think like a business owner. And that is duplication, passing on what you learn, getting others to be successful. That's the mark of a true business owner. Thank you for the honor of your attention. I hope this was beneficial to you today. And I can't wait to talk to you next time on the HBK High Performance Podcast. Be sure to take immediate action on the ideas that compelled you from today's podcast. For information about the courses, resources, and services available from HBK High Performance, visit hbkln.com.